All right. Look, we had a long conversation this week about podcasts. I think we need to do a better intro. Yo, 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 yo. You told yo, me we need to do yo, a better intro. Yo. Because what's been happening is um, we we assume that we assume that everybody has heard us before. That's true. Right? Mm. Okay. Yep. Okay. So let's just, we're going to make this up on the fly. Have we started yet? Yeah, we started. Oh, okay. This is Seeking Wisdom. Okay. Okay. What's Seeking Wisdom? This is Seeking Wisdom. Who are you? I'm DG. Okay. And this is DC. DC, um, I, I, to me, Seeking Wisdom is about, it's about I'm everything. DC. I'm the uncle. You're the uncle. David Cancel. You're the OG, David That's Cancel. Gerhard over there. Yeah. Dave Gerhard, the yes. young yeah, the young buck. I was Dave, and then I came to Drift. And DC, it was my first day, and he said, "I got your email set up." He said, "But you can't have Dave at Drift.com," which is weird because you're not Dave, I don't so use it doesn't Dave. make sense. Yeah. Anyway, that's you can DC. have Dave now. I thank you. Yeah. I don't want it. That's DC. I'm DG. Yeah. Um, every that's week, the every week we get on here to talk about something, and it's always about personal or professional growth. That's the way that I. We've never like written it down as a tagline, but mm-hmm. that's what I think it is. Mm-hmm. What do you think? It's about everyday growth. Yeah. Right. Growing in all dimensions. And, uh, and so that's what we talk about here. That's the common theme, and it's going to start to branch out into lots of different areas. And we have lots and lots and lots and lots and hundreds or thousands of, uh, or thousands of new listeners. Mm. And so uh, we need to remind them who, who we are. So I'm yeah. David, a.k.a. DC, yeah. a.k.a. Donko. Yes. That's DG, a.k.a. Dave. Dave. Yes. A.K.A. Gerhardt, yes. A.K.A. The Nephew. Yes, A.K.A. The Nephew. Now you know. Yes. Now we, now it's all clear. All right. Now we're all ready right. to go. What are now we talking about? Now we're ready about? to go. Uh, okay, so so one thing I want to I catch up with a couple things on you about, but I want to talk about you. You got, you got these three books. You gave three books to everyone on the management team mm-hmm. at Drift, okay? And I think one of the best things about Seeking Wisdom is you just we just expose that. We share that with everybody. Right. I want to run through. I want to. I want to explain those three books really quick and why you gave them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Do you remember what they are? Yeah, of course. Okay. They are number one. Uh, uh, the book by the old uncle yes. Sam Walton. Sam Walton. Made in America. Made in America. Yeah, that's the first book. Okay. Should I rattle all three off? Yeah, rattle all three off, and then let's. The second let's go book into why is you called them. the the next uncle. Yeah. Uh, young uncle. Yeah. Uh, it's called the Everything Store. Yep. And it was not written by Bezos. Uh, but it is about Bezos yep. and Amazon. Brad, and was Stone. Brad Stone wrote that. And then the third book was written by the, the founders, and that is uh, Bernie Marcus and Arthur Blank, mm. uh, a.k.a. the founders of the Home Depot, and it's called Built from Scratch. Built from Scratch. So in order, the oldest one is is uh, Sam Walton, then Built from Scratch, then the Everything Store. Yeah. Why most, most CEOs hand out books like... Um, Good to great, yeah, yeah. Or you know, we and we we've you've given us those. Or By the way, we're working on getting Jim Collins on this. Okay, shout okay. out Jim shout Collins. Out. Okay, Jim, if you're listening, okay, come on over. Why did you give those three books? What what is it about those three books in particular? That you said because it was a stack, which is it was cool. a stack. Hey, here's a stack. Yeah. You got these. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the uh, that was the management pack. Okay. Uh, so there's a whole bunch of books that we always talk about here. There's a, there are books that I constantly keep going back to. And these are three books that I constantly go back to. And it's weird that we pick these three books because all three of them have nothing to do with, um, you know, B2B, marketing, sales, anything like that. Nothing. They're all retail businesses, yeah. right? It's Walmart, uh, Amazon, yep. and, and Home, uh, Depot. Home Depot. Yep. And, uh, but the thing that's common if you read all of three of those books is the obsession around customers, mm. right? Which is the thing that we live and breathe. And, uh, and so these are the books that I kept coming back to. The first one I've... Uh, Made in America, I read 15 years ago, and I've read a million times, and I've talked about it a million times. 
the, the Everything Store more recent. I probably read that, I don't know, four years ago or something ago. like that. Yeah. And then uh, we've come back to that one. And then the third one is an old book yeah. that was out of print but recently came back in print, uh, built from scratch. And that one is new to me. I had never read it before. But as soon as I opened it and read it, I bought copies for everyone. And, yeah. uh, and the story was amazing yeah. behind it. Okay, uh, Sam Walton book. You know how much it costs? Seven nineteen. Wow, it went up when I first bought it. <laughs> That's it used all to be the five PR bucks. you've been giving it. Five bucks. They're raising the prices. Yeah. It used to be uh, five something. Five twenty-five. Okay, so those are those are three. Those are three books. How that many copies of of that book do you think we've sold? <sighs> a lot of copies. I don't know. We've bought a lot of copies. There is one problem though. They only have four. One, two, three, four. And he only has four and a half stars on uh, on Amazon. How are they going to do the Uncle Dirty? Like June first, nineteen ninety-three. Why you keep reading all these old books? Yeah, nineteen ninety-three. Yeah. That's. Let's see. Probably read it soon after that. That's crazy. DHG, don't do the math on that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. So those are three books. Those are three books, uh, which which are fundamental to the core. It has nothing to do with SaaS. Mm-hmm. Nothing to do with what we do on a day to day basis, but everything to do with drift mm-hmm. and the business. Ninety three. I was high flying. Ninety three. What was, does that mean? Yeah, I was a high flyer. You were in. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's trouble. Uh-huh. That's trouble. That's a, we've seen some old DC pictures. Actually, if you go back a couple episodes, Shannon, who was on here, she she put a nice picture of DC no. back in the day. He lived rugged in Queens. <laughs> in Queens. All right, so I'm gonna put you. I'm gonna put you on the spot though. Those are three guys: Bezos, yes, uh, Arthur Blank, and and uh, Bernie Marcus. Yeah, that's four guys. That and Sam Walton actually. Yep. Okay. You can't include. You can't talk about any of those guys, right? Mm-hmm. And you can't. I'm, I'm not gonna let you take uh, Buffett or or Munger. What? But give me two other give me two other people that you would recommend to a up and coming whether it's a founder entrepreneur or business in terms person. of books yeah uh, or person to person to follow because for you I've noticed it's not just books it's not like you read the book then and then you're done that person then becomes like a a, role, a mental model that hey okay so now you're in Jeff it's not it's not just that you read the book about Bezos mm-hmm. and hey that was a good book mm-hmm. then you're going and saying oh where did he speak what did he talk about what is his letter to shareholders what does he do so give me two other give me two other names two. Okay. all right. Put me on the spot. And put you As on the you spot. know, I do no prep. Yeah. There's no prep. There is no prep. No prep allowed. And you can't say wisdom. you can't say Munger or Buffett. <sighs> All right. I'm going to hit you with two. On the fly. Yeah. One of them you'll know. The second you will not expect. Will I know it? Yeah. Everyone will know them. Okay. Okay. Number one, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ooh. Total Recall. Read that wow. book. Get that book Did now. You, has anybody seen what Arnold Schwarzenegger looks like right recently? You sent me a post the other night on Instagram. 69 years old. He's 69 years old and he, he looks, looks like a He a looks correct. tank with his shirt yeah. off. I would He is I would trade a lot of things <laughs> to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger <laughs> at 69. A lot. He's that's crazy. Who do I have to call? Okay, why him though? I feel like he unfairly gets I feel like on the surface people joke about him. Sure. Because mm-hmm. of his voice. Mhm. Mm-hmm. But if you talk to some business OGs, yeah. yourself included, he's always in that list. Yeah, I love um, I love that book, Total Recall, and there may be we may have talked about it in a, in a super old episode. But what I like about uh, Total Recall, we should do that though. Yeah, we should talk about that. Is that uh, basically it's the story of this person Arnold who was able to manifest everything that they put their mind on. Mm. So the importance of like setting a goal, the whole reps and sets that we always joke about comes from that book. He always said reps and sets. Everyone else says sets and reps. So reps and sets. And um, and so he did everything from, you know, obviously he's become this uh, super famous bodybuilder back in the 70s. Yep. You know, um, one of the really first famous bodybuilders in Mr. Olympia's. Yep. Probably the only one that people can name. Uh, Mr. Olympia's is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yep. So that was a dream that he had. 
and he was a kid in in, in Germany in Austria, Ger- Austria actually, and uh, he put his mind on this thing, and it was improbable at the time, and and he was able to do that and defend that. Then he uh, during that time he put his mind on wanting to become a real estate developer, and uh, he owns a very large uh, portfolio of housing in Santa oh, Monica. Yeah. Was, in isn't LA? there some crazy story? I heard this somewhere. He, he was like, he was, it was him and some other guy and they were building like, um, Franco. Uh, yes. Who was w- also what were they doing? They were doing construction or something yeah, like that. Yeah. So, uh, they were, so this is Franco Colombo. It's like crazy expensive, like yeah, granite yeah. Italian. Short guy, yeah. Italian guy who was also a, co- a competitive bodybuilder, super famous in the seventies. No, I was not. I was not even born when they were competing. I never said that. I saw some eyes looking in here. I never said that. But anyway, Franco uh, knew how to fix houses. He was a bricklayer. Yes. And uh, and so the two of them, to make money while they were working out in Gold's Gym over there in Venice Beach, they took on these like construction projects, Mm. right? And so the two of them, can you imagine Arnold Schwarzenegger and this Franco guy jacked back when no one was jacked, right? You never saw a human like this. Uh Uh, coming in, building brick walls, doing renovations, doing all this stuff. That kind of led and fed into them buying real estate, developing real estate. And to this day, he's a large uh, real estate developer in in L.A. So he did that. Uh, He had he wanted to get into politics. So and each of these uh, cases, if you look at the book, he did the thing that we always talk about, talk about. He found a mentor Mm -hmm. or set of mentors. Mm -hmm. He's found some role models. He kind of. put his head down and did the reps and sets that were needed. He said big ass goals that nobody thought yeah, was possible. Yeah, big ass goals that no one was, thought was possible. He wanted to get into politics. Yep. He wanted to marry Kennedy. Yep. He wanted all these things that he wanted, he was able to do. He wanted to be an actor after all of this. Yep. He wanted to be a successful actor. Uh, again, more mentors, more role models and did all these things. He wanted to be the governor of California, he which was. is crazy, yep. which he was. Mm-hmm. So everything that this guy has has thought about, he has manifested. Amazing. Whatever you think of Arnold Schwarzenegger. So that's why you should read Total Recall. Okay, I'm going to give you the second. Are Total you Recall. I don't think he's... The second one, I don't think he's written a book. But I've been... Give me a clue. I don't... You, you don't think I get it. Let's see. I'm not very sharp like that, but give he me He used some. to be a rapper. He used to be a rapper? Okay. Okay, I think you... Okay. You, you got it? There, I mean, there's a million people. That's yeah. not a, that's, that is okay. not a, a big okay. enough clue. Yeah. I don't know what he does now. He's from Philly. He's from Philly. Okay. You know who it is? I don't know. Ooh, actually, I do know who it is. Who? Uh, I think it's Will Smith. Will Smith. Yeah. yeah. Come on. <laughs> Listen. Will Smith. Uh, still so got it. Will Smith. I would love to. I wish we. I wonder if he's written a book. I have to look. I don't think he's written a book, but I've been watching a lot of his. If you're not on, on his IG, mm. get on it. Yeah. Yeah. His Instagram game is hot. Yep. Uh, his YouTube game yeah. is hot, yeah. and uh, he does so. Wow, I didn't expect. I didn't so Will see Smith, that coming. Kid from the uh, yeah from Philly. Yep, uh, became a rapper. Yeah, right. Improbable rapper. If you if you ever listened to some of his stuff with Jazzy Jeff back yep. in the day, and I did see Jazzy Jeff in the Fresh yep. Prince. Will Smith never concert. had a curse in his raps. Yeah, exactly. He was yeah, clean. He was clean. And I did see him in concert with Run DMC, Beastie Boys, wow. EPMD, wow. Uh, and Stetsasonic. But you get mad if I say you're old. <laughs> That's true. Uh, and so, and so I saw them. Uh, he became a rapper. Then he had a pretty famous TV show, and we use a lot of his giffies to this day. Uh-huh. So if you check Fresh your giffies, the Fresh Prince of yep. uh, Bel Air. Bonus Giffey's. points if you shout out. Uh, if you leave a six star review and shout out the intro for uh, uh, Fresh, Fresh Prince. Prince. Yep. Yeah. Oh, big shout out if big you did that. Out. And then, um, then he's become. As we know, super famous actor, super famous. and uh, and he continues to grow and learn. And if you watch his YouTube stuff and the stuff that he talks about, and how he's been able to be 
both funny mm-hmm. as a comedic actor and be able to continue to grow yeah. throughout his career. Super yeah. impressive. This is why I love doing this podcast. And what other what other podcasts in the world are you going to get Jeff Bezos, the founders of Home Depot, Sam Walton, Will Smith, Arnold Schwarzenegger, all in one? Seeking wisdom. Okay. That's about it. All right. So I did this thing before we wrap up. I did this thing the other day. I don't know if you noticed it, but I, I wanted, I'm trying to make this thing real, and it's going to be real now. Mm-hmm. We're going to do a new segment, Ask DC. Okay? It's going to be Ask DC. I'm nervous. You just got a tweet. You got a tweet with the hashtag Ask DC, right? And tag me. Cause I'll, I'll I'll gather them all. DC can just be out there in the in the atmosphere. In, I'm gonna okay. ask. Couple, I got a couple. I got a couple ones. What do you a mean? Couple good questions for you. Already? Yeah. I'm looking at my LinkedIn. This LinkedIn post 40, 4,100 views. We got twenty questions. I'm I'm not gonna go through all of them. I'm not gonna go through all of them. All right. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm sitting back in my chair. <laughs> One of them. Ryan dies. The first question. Just lean in really close. Take a deep breath and all at once, ex- while exhaling, ask him, "Oh my God, why do you smell so amazing?" <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Dice is the homie. No, that's 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 okay. I'm all set with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when is Hypergrowth coming to London? Sorry, DG. <laughs> that's a good idea. 2019. No, we're coming well, to London. Uh, TBD, TBD. Okay. What's that big theater? Uh, There's a big the theater? opera. Oh. Yeah, the Opera House. I, I can't remember. It's, if it's gonna have 10,000, we're probably gonna have to do it. No, it, it fits. Uh, it only fits 4,000. So yeah. you lucked out. Okay, this London, one. 4,000 people, 2019. Okay, this look, one. Look, 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 uh, he's moving. Come on, his eyes are London shifting. London what? 2019? 2019. Ship it. Ship it. All right, Kristen. All right, shout out Kristen. What is the biggest mistake you, I, this is a good one. What's the biggest mistake you've made since starting Drift and how did you correct it? Hmm. Pretty good. What's the biggest mistake? The biggest mistakes are always people mistakes. Yeah. So, I don't know. People? <laughs> yeah, I don't know how to, how to go into it. Um, let's see. I don't know. They're always, they're always, they're not huge catastrophic mistakes. Yeah. Because People always ask this. And they want it. They want to like, they want, they want some, some dirt. Yeah. They want some There's dirt. There's no dirt yeah. though. They, uh, uh, you know, they're always, they're not big. And I think they're not big because we have this constant um, mentality, yeah. this growth mentality of looking for mistakes, looking for mistakes. And speaking of looking for mistakes, I showed DG some texts I got from our friend Patrick <sighs> Campbell today. Patrick. He's always looking for mistakes. Yeah, but Patrick, you could just send me that. Yeah. Why has he got to send it to you? He just sends me on. on blast all the time. Jeez. So we And I, I like that. So I welcome that kind of criticism. Yeah. And I think we make mistakes every day. And so we correct them pretty quickly. So we luckily, we, mm. knock on wood, we pretty haven't good. had any major All right, so we, we uh, request... Uh, re- re- Correct them quickly. Okay. Uh, Christolos, Nick Christolos with a comment on LinkedIn. What is the best... Nicky C. Nah, what is the best sales and customer onboarding process you've ever been through and why? Come on. You're a product, you're a product geek deep, the, in, your, the deep best in your heart. sales and that, onboarding? I don't know. Come on, That's Nick. That's a weak question. Nick, what do you... Nick, you better, you're better than, than that. that. Come yeah. on. Uh, oh, this is a good one. This is a good one. This got a lot of likes. Uh, best onboarding is always four seasons. <laughs> Here's one. I have some feedback and questions regarding his hypergrowth book. Who should I send it to? Oh man, who's that? Patrick Campbell? <laughs> no, no, All he right. wouldn't post that publicly. Ooh. Uh, what advice would you give to a 12 year old kid about succeeding in life? Is this my daughter? No, no, it's not okay. CJ. It's not All CJ. Right. Yeah, it's Eddie Bello. Shout out Eddie Bello. Eddie Bello. Yeah. 12 years old. What on advice that? would you give? What advice would you give to CJ? Uh, what advice I, do you give her? I'd give her lots of advice. I don't know. If she listens to any of it. It takes years to, to CJ. To I'm it. with you. I'm yeah. with you, girl. Don't worry. Don't worry. Uh, the um, the advice that I give her is like, don't take it so seriously because she's pretty hard charging. Yeah. Um, Where did she get? That? Where did I she don't get know. That from, from her mother. Okay. From her mother. Right. Uh, so super hard charging. Don't take it so seriously. Uh, zoom out a lot. You know, she thinks of a lot of business ideas at 12. Mm. Lots of them. Great. And so, uh, and we listen to some some podcasts around uh, nice. creating businesses. Nice. And um, 
So she has a bunch of ideas and questions all the time. But the thing that we were talking about actually in the car last week is that no one ever zooms out to understand like what is the boring, but like what's the total addressable market for this idea that you have, right? They get infatuated with what we said before with the idea. And so like in her case, we, we used horse treats because yep. she has a horse treat, yep. helpful horse treats nice. on IG yep. uh, business yep. where she actually sells it and she's on Etsy, right? That's 12 awesome. years old, That's awesome. strong. Yep. And I said, let's take horse treats for an example. Like yep. what is the total addressable market of, of for selling horse treats, right? And so like if you were to zoom out and most mm. people don't do this in small business and say, all right, maybe there's there's 100,000 people, you know, that I can reach or whatever the number is. Let's just choose 100,000. Yeah. And if you're in the horse world, 100,000 is a lot because yeah. it's not that big. Yeah. Let's say there's 100,000. And we say, okay, if there's 100,000, how many of them could I have actually get to in any given month? And we say, let's just use the rule of 10%. So 10% of them, yep. right? So we're now down to 10,000 yep. of them, right? And so if you if you sell them, is that right? my math right I'm, yeah. using, I'm doing some dg yeah, yeah, math yeah. yeah i'll have to have somebody yeah, yeah. will i'll yeah, have will yeah. check the numbers actually, uh, and uh so then you reduce it down now how many of them can you sell a horse street to right let's say you know whatever 10 percent again yeah. so now you're down again and so yeah. how much do you sell a horse street for yeah. you sell it for 30 dollars, and how much of that is profit and now the profit's like five dollars of right. that right yeah, no one ever does this top level back in a napkin yeah. math and then they say like well the most i could ever make if i could get to all those people and i could do that consistently every month is you know five hundred dollars right. right a month mm -hmm. right and so I've talked to so many retail owners. Uh, my wife used to be in, uh, own retail businesses, and when I talk to them, they've never stopped to think about this thing. Mm -hmm. Like because when you think about retail things, and this was another example I talked to with her. It's like imagine that store on the corner where we live, and there's not many people. How many people do you think walk by here a right. day? And she said, oh, I don't know, maybe a hundred, which I think is generous. So like a hundred. How many of them could you get in your store? Ten percent. Okay, now ten. Uh, what are you selling in there? Bubblegum? Like, you know, what do you, whatever you sell, even if it costs $60 and your profit is 10 bucks, now how much have you made in a day? And you have to pay electricity and you have to pay this person. So no one ever does that. That's what I would say to that 12-year-old. Zoom More out. information. Yeah, more Zoom information. Zoom in, start from the top. And that's also why you believe that bigger market, like the bigger markets, it's okay if there's competition. Go after big if markets. the market is big. Okay, yeah. let's Don do it. Don Valentine, the founder of Sequoia, yeah. would always say his yeah. number one rule. Shout out Sequoia. Check out his YouTube video. It's amazing. When he talked at Stanford, he said, uh, big markets. Mm -hmm. Look for big markets. Love it. Look for big markets. That's why people thought we were crazy going after marketing and sales. There's yes. seven thousand companies in there. Big well, markets. Okay. Last question. Then we'll then uh, then we'll, then we got to wrap up. Um, this is a good one. This is a good one. I've thought about this, but I've never said it out loud. Is this one for, from you? No, it's not for me. It's Taylor from Taylor Engstrom, who does Demand Gen somewhere. Shout out Taylor. Uh, how did you learn so much about marketing? I don't know about that. How did you learn so much about marketing? <laughs> How did you learn so much about marketing while also leading product and engineering? It's a good question. It's a great question. Respect. I Dave think, doesn't think I know anything about no, marketing. No, come on. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Uh, He's rolling. His I eyes. know the answer. I know the answer to this one in my head. I think. Give it to me. Let's reverse it. Ask DG. What's the answer? I think the answer is because I don't think they're separate things. I think you have to understand. I think for you, it's you have this fundamental you want to fundamentally learn about people and why they make decisions. Yes, exactly. And then there's two things that split out of that. It's how to get product on their shelf and mm. then what the actual product is. That's exactly right. Okay. Wow, you nailed it. Because it's true. The, the, young, I, the nephew's learning. People don't give, I don't think you get enough credit for that, but I also think like, you know who ran marketing at Apple? Steve, Steve Jobs. Jobs. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like, 
and so I think it's the same thing. I don't think it always works at every company, no, but definitely. I think that is why that is what your thread is. Mm-hmm. Okay. Closest to the customer right. wins. So all right, out. shout it out. Okay, it's time to go now. Yes. Don't forget, Ask DC. Help me make that a regular segment. That was good. Ask DC. Tweet at us uh, okay. with the hashtag Ask, Ask DC. DC. Okay. okay, that is. Uh, don't forget to subscribe if you're a first time listener yeah. here. We right? have a website. Oh yeah, we have a website Drift, now. Dr- here's what. Oh, this is what we got to do. We got to tell them. Drift.com/slash/seekingwisdom. Yep. Is one real. word. Is one word, right? We finally it's have one. real now. Mm-hmm. And give go go there. Our little friendly bot six. The bot is called Six Stars Only. It's going to ask for your email address. Get on that email list because we're going to start sending you exclusive stuff only for subscribers of the podcast. That's hot. Okay. All right. So you know what to do. You know what time it is. Yes. It's time to leave six star reviews only. Only. Okay, that's how we do it. For new listeners here, let me let me enlighten you. <laughs> what please, we do here please. at Seeking Wisdom is we try to break Apple Podcasts. So you go to Apple Podcasts app on your phone mm-hmm. or on your desktop, mm-hmm. uh, and you open it up. You search for Seeking Wisdom. Yep. You find it. Pretty easy. Uh, pretty easy. And then you write a review, and then you try to leave six stars. Yep. That may break the app. That's it. Uh, in case it doesn't break the app, leave five stars. Then leave a six-star rating in the description yep. and shout out at the young nephew yep. and the team here yep. and let us know what we could be doing better Please. and what you like. Please. Mm-hmm. And by the way, DC and I just had a long walk talking about hypergrowth. Yeah. It's getting real. Real. So if you're listening to this, please, hypergrowth.drift.com. We've had a ton of big hypergrowth updates. We had we announced Jocko. We announced Heidi Bullock, Ryan Dice, Jill Rowley. Every single Monday, we're changing the event marketing game. We are announcing a new speaker yeah. every single Monday from here until September 4th, mm-hmm. which is when the event is. And if you use the Seeking Wisdom promo code, 199 bucks. Wow. It's free. It's Seeking Wisdom, one free. word? Seeking Wisdom, one word. Go to hypergrowth.drift.com, yeah. all right? If you have any th- sympathy for the young nephew. Please. Please, out of sympathy Bye. for me, go buy a ticket. All right. For him, for Annie, for Leah, his for wife, my sanity, for his family. Please make sure you buy some tickets. Help there. hashtag help DG have a stress-free <laughs> summer. That's it. Hashtag help DG help DG. All right. See ya. All right, right, right. Bye.